Chapter fourteen of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mirando 07. Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book One, by Niccolo Machiavelli. Translated by Ninian Hill Thompson. Chapter fourteen that the romans interpreted the auspices to meet the occasion and made a prudent show of observing the rites of religion even when forced to disregard them and any who rashly slighted religion they punished auguries were not only as we have shown above a main foundation of the old religion of the gentiles but were also the cause of the prosperity of the roman commonwealth accordingly the romans gave more heed to these than to any other of their observances resorting to them in their consular comitia in undertaking new enterprises in calling out their armies in going into battle and in short in every business of importance whether civil or military nor would they ever set forth on any warlike expedition until they had satisfied their soldiers that the gods had promised them victory among other means of declaring the auguries they had in their armies a class of soothsayers named by them polari whom when they desired to give battle they would ask to take the auspices which they did by observing the behaviour of fowls if the fowls pecked the engagement was begun with a favourable omen if they refused battle was declined nevertheless when it was plain on the face of it that a certain course had to be taken they take it at all hazards even though the auspices were adverse contriving however to manage matters so adroitly as not to appear to throw any slight on religion as was done by the consul papirius in the great battle he fought with the semnites wherein that nation was finally broken and overthrown for papirius being encamped over against the samnites and perceiving that he fought victory was certain and consequently being eager to engage desired the omens to be taken the fowls refused to peck but the chief soothsayer observing the eagerness of the soldiers to fight and the confidence felt both by them and by their captain not to deprive the army of such an opportunity of glory reported to the consul that the auspices were favourable whereupon papirius began to array his army for battle but some among the soothsayers having divulged to certain of the soldiers that the fowls had not pecked this was told to spurius papirius the nephew of the consul who reporting it to his uncle the latter straightway bade him mind his own business for that so far as he himself and the army were concerned the auspices were fair and if the soothsayer had lied the consequences were on his head and that the event might accord with the prognostics he commanded his officers to place the soothsayers in front of the battle it so chanced that as they advanced against the enemy the chief soothsayer was killed by a spear thrown by a roman soldier which the consul hearing of said all goes well and as the gods would have it for by the death of this liar the army is purged of blame and absolved from whatever displeasure these may have conceived against it and contriving in this way to make his designs tally with the auspices he joined battle without the army knowing that the ordinances of religion had in any degree been disregarded but an opposite cause was taken by appius pulcher in sicily in the first carthaginian war for desiring to join battle he bade the soothsayers take the auspices and on their announcing that the fowls refused to feed he answered let us see then whether they will drink and so saying caused them to be thrown into the sea after which he fought and was defeated for this he was condemned at rome while papirius was honoured not so much because the one had gained while the other had lost a battle as because in their treatment of the auspices the one had behaved discreetly the other with rashness 
and in truth the sole object of this system of taking the auspices was to ensure the army joining battle with that confidence of success which constantly leads to victory a device followed not by the romans only but by foreign nations as well of which i shall give an example in the following chapter end of chapter fourteen